the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. President Trump is reacting to the Justice Department's announcement of indictments against 12 Russian officials for meddling in American politics. Writing on Twitter, he says the stories of those 12 Russians took place during the Obama administration, not the Trump administration. He asks, why didn't they do something about it, especially when it was reported that President Obama was informed by the FBI before the election? The president, who's in Scotland this weekend, tweets that he's holding meetings and hopes to play some golf, which he says is his primary form of exercise. On Monday, he travels to Finland for face-to-face talks with Russian President Vladimir Putin. Former Pakistani Prime Minister Sharif is in custody after returning from London. He faces a 10-year prison sentence on corruption charges. This is SRN News. There is no better steward of your money than you. Helping you create wealth and income is our number one goal. Online Trading Academy teaches you trading and investing skills so you can protect and grow your investments to retire on your terms and never outlive your retirement savings. We teach you one-on-one how to grow your investments, even in a market that's at an all-time high. If your retirement is in a 401k or 403b, you can still learn the tools to improve their performance. Many students maintain their full-time jobs but still love learning to be more consistent while making a great second income from this market. We have been teaching successful trading techniques for 20 years. Once you get the education, you can trade on your own with confidence. Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone and register for a free trading and investing workshop or go to learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. 
Glad to be with you. Uh, this story tickles me. Now, Ross is not new to the Salem Empire. He's He had a previous stint before going off to work someplace else for a while and then coming back just to help us out on weekends, including this show. Um, he may remember that uh, I was vegetarian for approximately... 22 years and ended my vegetarianism with a with a um, contest that we had live at the state fair on the at the am 1280 booth on, on one one glorious uh, sunday afternoon um we had a contest to figure out which which uh fair meat would would i consume to end my vegetarianism on air I do remember stories of this, and I actually at one point, via somebody else who worked here, was able to go back and listen to some of it. It was hilarious. It was just great. Okay, so I only bring this up. I, I, by the way, still enjoying the, still enjoying the change. Um, and um, the correlation between uh, uh, vegetarianism and weight, I can tell you, is de minimis. I, I was... I've been a heavy set vegetarian and a skinny vegetarian. I've been a heavy set uh, uh, meat eater and currently a, a skinnier meat eater. Um, not skinny. I mean, I've still got some still got some ways to go, but uh, uh, we we reached the uh, thirty pound mark in the weight loss program, so uh, feeling pretty good. Anyway, this story from Bloomberg uh, yesterday: <clears throat> co-working giant WeWork companies thinks it can save the environment quicker than Elon Musk. The startup has told its 6,000 global staff that they will no longer be able to expense meals including meat and that it won't pay for red meat, poultry, or pork at WeWork events. In an email to employees this week outlining the new policy, co-founder Miguel McKelvey said the firm's upcoming internal summer camp retreat would offer no meat options for attendees. Quote, new research show indicates that avoiding meat is one of the biggest impacts an individual can do to reduce their personal environmental impact, McKelvey said in a memo, even more than switching to a hybrid car. Okay, I gotta know, first of all, I gotta know, what research are you reading, sir? <laughs> I, I love this piece. I absolutely love this piece. All right. Now, do I think... Do, now, here's the interesting part of this. If I was just going to focus on the, the, the sentence from his memo, New research indicates that avoiding meat is one of the biggest things an individual can do to reduce their personal environmental impact, even more than switching to a hybrid car. Is that true? Well, first of all, it's research. So it's it's a claim supported with some data. That does not, just because you have a claim and you have some data does not mean truth. Right? Always question the data. Always, always shake it up. It's what... Uh, it's what uh, one of our Twitter followers, Don, does regularly. You find him on a Twitter feed at pound KBRS. Uh, he occasionally ends up playing my straight man uh, uh, in helping uh, helping us assess claims. 
I I just but I I do love this particular this particular piece. All right. Do hybrid cars actually have a big environmental impact? Everyone's sort of tempted to say yes because that's how they're promoted, but understand that that they're still using electricity, which which in most cases means you're using fossil fuel to create that electricity. And the cost of producing the batteries and the resource impact of, of producing batteries currently is substantial. Therefore, it is possible that avoiding meat is one of the one of the, is something that has more of an environmental impact than switching to a hybrid car. It's possible, but because but to do that, but to tell your people, I'm not paying for meals when you take our customers out, if they include meat is kind of an amazing thing. And for a startup that I'm still trying to figure out, how does this startup actually make money? To annoy your clients when you say, well, you know what? I can buy lunch, but I can't buy lunch for you if it has meat in it. I just ask you, how's that going to go? The only thing I can think (laughs) of is they're maybe doing business with like-minded people, but I mean... Your percentages, guy. What are the odds that everybody they do business with is going to follow that similar lifestyle or does follow that? Yeah, I, I mean, not I, very look, good. Look, after I be after I gave up vegetarianism, my wife did it. My wife's been vegetarian for over thirty years. She's been vegetarian longer than we've been married. We were both vegetarian when we got married, which made made for uh, un, uh, an uncomfortable arrangement for people that wanted to come celebrate. We gave them meat. We said, yeah, it's fine. You can." We, we gave them that option. That's the Just, appropriate thing to do, right? right. If mean, I invite you to my party, you know, I, I should try to do something to help you out. And that's what I'm saying about these customers. Yeah, it's possible. There's, there's certainly more vegetarians than there were when we became vegetarian in the 80s. Uh, and, and, and since Barbara's still vegetarian, guess what? When, I, when, when we eat at home, there is no meat. I, I do not even own a grill. Because I can't grill meat at the house. Now, I have friends that invite me to their homes, and I bring them the meat to cook. And I've even gone into their homes and and gone into their kitchen and prepared the meat to go on the grill. But in my house, we don't do that. So I wouldn't have a problem with it. If you took me out and said, boss says I can't buy meat, be like, yeah, cool, okay. I just got to wonder, how's that supposed to work? And you're a startup company. Hmm. Okay. My point here in talking about that was not actually to make fun of WeWork or to make fun of vegetarians. As I said, I was a vegetarian for over 20 years. I still think it was, I think it was a good choice for me at the time. It ended up not being a good choice. Both times for very similar reasons, for health. I won't get into the details of that. Not, not important. Nonetheless, it is... It is the fact that people say these things and I'm like, well, is that true and why is that true? Which takes me to the point I really did want to make, which, is, which comes from a couple stories that I found in the, in the uh, New York Times over the last couple days. The first one, which I tweeted to you, was a piece written, uh, co-authored by uh, 
Kwok Trung Bui and Neil Irwin. Okay, I'm just going to pretend I knew how to pronounce that first name. Um, titled, How Much Will the Trade War Cost a Typical American Family? Around $60 so far. And so, and so the piece begins for more for the more than 80 billion tariffs in 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 let me re, let me start that for the for the this is actually the second paragraph what so they asked what's it going to cost you their answer for the more than 80 billion dollars in tariffs that the United States has already placed on washing machines and solar energy cells and panels on most steel and aluminum imports and on hundreds of products made in China the short answer is 60 dollars a year per household that's about one-tenth of one percent of a typical household's income. This does not include the potential impact of, of taxes on $200 billion worth of Chinese imports that the Trump administration enumerated this week. The earliest those could go into effect would be September. Including those tariffs would bring the total annual cost of the Ameri average American family to $127. So that comes out to like one-fifth of one percent. So I'm not sure where Neil Irwin, who is a wonderful writer on trade, he writes for the New York Times in their, in their Upshot column, he's a must-read for me, okay? No, not everything in the New York Times is awful and terrible and must be avoided at all costs. Neil Irwin is a very, very fine economist. Okay? So reading, reading the piece, my first reaction was, okay, Neil Irwin typically supports free trade. And we've just enumerated these tariffs as having an impact of, only, uh, of at most, even the September ones, $227 a year for the average family. Right. Now, they actually do this by income scale, by, by income bracket. Okay, and they lay it out for you, and you can go to the Times. I've tweeted this piece to you already at pound KBRS, again, how you follow the show. And I'm looking at that number, and I'm thinking to myself, how did you do it? How did you come up with that calculation? All right, because that's what you, that's, the, the point of the show is you're a smart listener, and you're willing to listen to me talk for 15 to 20 minutes about a topic because you say, I want to know something about it. You don't care about WeWork, okay? You can go other places and get that kind of a story, okay? But I'm doing, I did that piece only because I wanted to talk about, well, where did this, where did this McKelvey guy get that, get that particular sentence? That sentence is like, how are you sure that's true? What are you really saying? I don't think they're saying that, that vegetarianism makes us really really less depend you know has a really really huge impact on on uh, uh on saving on saving the planet it has an impact that argument's been around since the 1970s uh diet look up diet for a small planet uh francis moore lepay uh that's been around for ages all right the best better part of the argument is the impact the impact on the environment of producing hybrid cars just isn't that large. In the same way here, they say this number is small, and I say, well, hang on a second. What, what, what are you really saying? So I'm going to read this next paragraph to you, and then we might, uh, 
we might end up saying uh, nothing more. Uh, the seg- we'll say nothing more this segment after this. I'm just going to read you this paragraph, and I'm going to let you cogitate on this during the break. But I want you to read this. I want you to listen to this for a minute. The household impact numbers are based on analysis of government data. Uh, I'll skip the names of the people who did it. One is at Princeton, and the other one's at the London School. They should be thought of as rough estimates, as they don't account for the full range of ways businesses and consumers will react. They assume, for example, that companies pass the entire cost of tariffs on to consumers rather than taking a hit to profit margins. Think about that. What are they saying? And do you really think that's true? We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on that bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Well, thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Business Radio 1440. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Business 1440 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis. You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com, and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. When I found out I was pregnant, I panicked. I was afraid, feeling pressured. I didn't know what else to do. I was nine weeks along and didn't know there were other options. I didn't know the baby already had a beating heart. I didn't know there were couples waiting to adopt. I called the confidential hotline and learned the facts. I found an option that both my baby and I can live with. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call one 800 
1-800-366-7773. Or check us out on the web, prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Hey folks, Dennis Prager here for Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. I've been telling you for years that they have a beautiful family-run store with the largest selection of loose diamonds in the state. Now, Continental Diamond is the home for Breitling Watches, the only independent jewelry store in the Twin Cities to offer these amazing Swiss timepieces. Favorites of pilots all over the world, check out the amazing selection of Breitling chronographs at Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and find them online at continentaldiamond.com. Join Dr. King Banyan as he shows you economic charts, graphs, and other visual aids you can't see on the radio here on Business 1440. You know what I'm a ticket fry. A cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just right And the radio Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business 1440. Thank you for listening today. The hour of chicken. On the King Banyan Show. Tough to find great songs about steak and turkey, but somehow chicken's the one everybody sings about. Um... Are you a Little Feet fan by any chance? You know, <laughs> no. I think okay. that's the easiest way to answer that. Okay. Okay. So you, you never heard Dixie Chicken? No, I okay. have not. I'll does that need there. Does that need to be played in the outro? No, no you don't have to. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not asking that, or, or, or I'm not asking or not asking. I'm just I'm just informing myself of your musical. Of the limits of your musical taste. John would have answered that question differently. I got a feeling. I'm just I can store that away because I got a feeling this won't be the last time we talk about chicken, poultry, meat, and food. Oh, absolutely. So I will store that away. Absolutely. Okay. Let's 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 get back to this. I'm gonna read you this sentence again. This is from the New York Times upshot column, and this actually appears on uh, in uh, yesterday, Friday's New York Times, in the Business Day section, this piece—it's uh, in, in fact, it's the it's the above the fold with the graphs front and center, right there. And I—I I mean, I opened up the paper and I always pull the business section out and I look at the at the front of it and say, okay, so what are the, what are they what are they wanting to talk about today? And I see this piece. And I think to myself, my first thought is, if you tell people that the impact of the trade war is only a 60 to 120 or $130 hit to the average American's wallet, people are going to say to themselves, yeah, it's all right. yeah, maybe this isn't that big a deal. Or in the words of one of my, one of my listeners, Frank says, a small price to pay so farmers can pay more and earn less. Okay, he's being sarcastic. We should all be prepared to sacrifice so that declining industries can decline slower. Now, that's a real thing, but that's really not what the article says. What the article really says is, is this. They don't, okay, the, they should be thought of as rough estimates, quoting, quoting uh, um, Bui and Irwin. As they don't 
account for the full range of ways businesses and consumers will react. They assume, for example, that companies pass the entire cost of tariffs on to consumers rather than taking a hit to profit margins. Right? That's the same kind of, of logic that gets used for for what happens when we increase minimum wages. Well, no, their profits won't go down. They can charge their customers more. And if their profits did go out go down, well, they're just rich fat cat owners of uh of restaurants and retail stores and the heck with them. Back to the article. The numbers also don't include the cost to some Americans in their roles as producers as opposed to consumers. People who could lose their jobs or see lower incomes be other companies retaliate by taxing American products. That is the best sentence in this whole piece. And it completely obliterates the point that gets made above. The 60 to $127 number is based on a set of assumptions that frankly are really quite, are really quite simplistic. Businesses react and other countries react. The cost to Americans, okay, I was talking to someone that uses steel as an input to a product that her firm produces here in central Minnesota. The impact of the steel tariff went directly in terms of, directly to the cost of her input material, the steel that her firm needs to produce what it produces. And I'm trying to be, I'm trying to not reveal my source on this. But it go, it went on the very day that the tariffs were announced. Not when they went into effect, but when they were announced. And she buys her steel from the United States. It's great for the steel maker that she buys her raw input from. It's bad for her workers because now the cost of her products go up. And her products... Her products are subject to foreign competition. It may drive her customers to buy those, buy that those goods, those inputs from other places rather than her firm, and cause her workers to lose their jobs. That's all entirely possible. Her revenues are down because her prices had to go up, and her and her customers have gone someplace else to buy it, perhaps from, in fact foreign suppliers. Economics always teaches you the what's next. That or then what happens. And this is what you always have to ask in this process. Why I I tell people this is why I have this dang show. This is my outlet to help people understand how economics is affecting them. This is how economics is affecting you. This 60 to 127 number, it's okay. I'm all, I'm all right with you saying that as long as you're clear. And because, because Neil Irwin is a, is a fine economist, I don't know the, the co-author of this piece. I've never heard of this young man before, or I think it's a man. I've never heard of this person before. All right, so I don't know that person. But I, I, I've read Neil Irwin for years and years. I've read books that he's written. He's a fine, fine, he's a fine, fine journalist, a fine economist. I, I, I like this guy. And he gets this fact right, but I don't think the people who are the editors of the New York Times understood that it, 
that point kind of blew up the very the the the, the very uh, uh, publicly displayed graphics that sit around this piece. Here's the point. For the broad majority of Americans, the impact of a trade war is really, really, really small. Mohammed Al Aryan, um, report uh, an economist and, and 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 asset manager, reported on this, and I think these comments were to CNBC. Am I right about that, Russ? I think it was on CNBC. Yeah, I do believe this so. Clip? Okay, so these were comments that that Mohammed Al Aryan made uh, on uh, uh, yesterday about or, or Thursday, I think, on the trade deficit. Let me let's 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 listen to this. In relative terms, we are winning and we will win the, the trade war. And I think just look at the performance of U.S. markets relative to China and relative to others. That is consistent. The more interesting question is what happens in absolute terms. And I think what the market has priced in is the following, that the tit-for-tat continues, but ultimately it doesn't lead to a full-blown trade war, that we get still free but fair trade. And is there... A left tail, sure there is. I think what the market hasn't realized as yet is that there is a right tail. I call it the Reagan moment for trade, that when people realize that at the end of the day, the U.S. will prevail because it's a less open economy, because it's a more dynamic economy, that ultimately you may end up in a situation where the U.S. position in global economic terms is better off. So I see this as the market is pricing in the most likely outcome, but let's not forget there's a right tail as well as a left tail. So, so the this is this is the point he's making. Now, I should remember Mohammed El Arian is is at Allianz. I remember he was at Pimco, but he left Pimco, and I couldn't remember the firm he went to. He's the chief economic advisor at at uh, El Arian at at, uh, at uh, Allianz, and that was from CNBC, I believe, yesterday or the. Uh, um, yeah, a few, maybe it's a few days ago, uh, but uh, it was it was it's a very important point. The cost of the United States, and this is what I believe President Trump has figured out: the cost of the U.S. of this for most citizens is not going to be large, but for a few people, it's going to be tremendously large. And the problem with the piece that the Times has written is. It minimizes that large impact that's going to happen on the people that work in certain industries that are affected by this. What it does instead is say, well, it acts like a tax, but the tax is like 60 bucks to 130 bucks. It's not that big a deal. It shouldn't, it shouldn't make that. And, and, and so I wouldn't be shocked to find somebody from the Trump administration holding this piece of paper up this study up that's been that that's done by the people at Princeton and the London School and say, see, see, this isn't that big a deal. Forget you don't have to worry about trade deficits. Yes. Or, or this trade war. Yes, you do. You do. Because certain industries are going to be are going to be viscerated, viscerated by this change. Places like soybeans, places like like Harley Davidson motorcycles, like bourbon, 
those places are going to get, are going to get hit hard. And when you do a calculation like this, you're ignoring that distributional effect, which I think is quite significant. There was a second story in the New York Times uh, over the last few days that does a bad job of, of portraying what the numbers look like and how and how to talk about them. Uh, that's what we do here at the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow, today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952-544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today. Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management. The following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 771 That's 800-671-7070. 800-671-7070. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states. Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text WATER11 to 443-443 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. Get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. To see how much you can save, plus get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443-443. With a huge range of brand name filters available, Filters Fast is America's number one online filtration company. And you can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price, delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? To see how much you can save and get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443-443. That's W-A-T-E-R-1-1 to 443-443. 
Step into Chet's shoes in Columbia Heights for work, hiking, hunting footwear, and more. Check out our expanded line of women's work boots and our selection of New Balance shoes. Ready to ride this season? Be sure to check out our Harley-Davidson motorcycle boots. Don't forget, Chet's carries other essentials such as socks and inserts. Let us help you find the right footwear and the right size. Stop in to see us in Columbia Heights and visit us at chetsshoes.com. Remember, if the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. Ah, this is the band. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Wonderful. Wonderful, Ross. I hope you have a great time. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Should be a beautiful night. They take the stage just 10 hours and 26 minutes from now. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> That's terrific. Um, enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself in Hutchinson. Um, Trying to think of where do I eat when I'm down there. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember. Oh, if you, if you think well, of it, let me know because who I'm traveling with. That was our exact plan. Either find a mom and pop shop on the way up, or find one in Hutch. Okay, I will. Um, I, I we'll talk. We'll talk after the show. I, Perfect. I'll get this, I'll you, get this worked out. You for do you. the show, and we'll talk. We'll talk dinner afterwards. Anyway, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to call. Here on a beautiful summer morning here in here in Minnesota, um, a gorgeous another gorgeous day in um, in God's country. I so there are claims that people make that I just look at and go. Mm-hmm. So here is one that we were laughing at. Uh, this was posted on PowerlineBlog.com. I can. Uh, this is from the Times of Israel. Iranian general blames water woes on Israeli cloud theft. I said this one to my wife this morning, uh, the aforementioned delightful Barbara, uh, and um, and Barbara Barbara said, "Well, you know, the the Israelis are the ones that have figured out how to do cloud seeding." And I said, "Come on, come on, come on, come on!" I want you. So I had to read it to her. The changing climate in Iran is suspect, Brigadier General Golam Reza Jalali. The head of Iran's civil defense organization told the press conference, foreign interference is suspected to have played a role in climate change. Jalali was quoted as saying, insisting results from an Iranian scientific study confirm the claim. Israel and another country in the region have joint terms which work to ensure clouds entering Iranian skies are unable, unable to release rain. On top of that, we are facing the issue of cloud and snow theft. Uh, okay. Citing a survey showing that above 2,200 meters, all mountainous areas between Afghanistan and Mediterranean are covered in snow, except Iran. Well, okay. And then I love this. Iran's own meteorological service struck a skeptical tone. However, General Jalali, quote, probably has documents of which I am not aware, but on the basis of meteorological knowledge, it is not possible for a country to steal snow or clouds. 
Iran has suffered a prolonged drought, and this is a global trend that does not apply only to Iran, said Ahad Vasife, who is the head of Iran's meteorological service. Missed it by that much. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> right. Yeah, nor does anyone else. Um, anyway, that, that, that story just delighted delighted us over the breakfast table this morning, and as I mentioned, uh, was uh, our thanks to our friends at Powerline uh, for posting that particular story. I think that's a Steve Hayward post. I'm not positive, but I think so. Anyway, it was was really it was really really interesting so i always tell people when reading stories like the one i'm about to talk about that you ought to bring a lot of skepticism in just as the story you read before what's the impact of the of the tariffs well 60 bucks right now maybe rising to 127 it's like uh okay the devil's always in the details and make sure you make sure you get those Since the century start, Labor shared this is this is an article titled titled rolling back to the top. Paychecks lag as profits soar and prices erode wage gains. By Patricia Cohen. This was in the New York Times and was on the first page of their New York edition yesterday. On not not the first page of the business section, first page overall. It's not in the national edition that I received. But it was it was on the front of their website throughout the day yesterday. Um, they are. It basically complains that this that you've had this worker shortage, you have this very low unemployment rate, and yet, inter, yet prices, and prices are beginning to rise, but wages are not rising. I hope the first thing they realize is that they're arguing against the Phillips curve. The Phillips curve was initially, first and foremost, a statement that there was this inverse relationship between the unemployment rate and the rate at which wages increase. And then uh, asserted beyond that a direct connection between the rate of increase of wages and the rate of increase of prices. The first item is a statistical statement the second one the statistical statement that has some basis in thinking about the theory of labor demand but the second one not nearly so much so what i have been what i what i have been doing instead is looking at this and saying to myself look i uh, if you believe that to be true First of all, admit that you can't use the Phillips curve to determine determine monetary policy anymore. And that's what this is arguing. The piece by Ms. Cohen is in essence arguing that we can't that despite the fact that unemployment's really low and prices are beginning to rise above 2%, the Fed should keep monetary policy fairly loose and you can see that by by reading deeper into the article about about what what the Federal Reserve does. So it says yearly wage growth has yet to hit 3%. And when it does, the Federal Reserve, which has a mandate to keep inflation under control, even as it's supposed to maximize employment, can be expected to tap the brakes. As Fed policy makers have explained, allowing the economy to run too hot, quote, 
could lead to lead to lead eventually to a significant economic downturn. Unquote. In persistent wage increases, unlike unlike growing profit margins, margins are considered a signal that the heat is on. The bank's primary method of cooling the economy is to dampen spending and investing by raising interest rates and making it more expensive to borrow money, an antidote that could hurt profits in some sectors as well as trim, trim payrolls. After keeping benchmark interest rates near, near zero level during the recession, the Fed has gradually been, been gradually nudging them up. With tariffs piling up and potentially pushing prices higher, odds are that the Fed will push through two more increases before 2018 ends. The Labor Department reported this week that one inflation measure, the Consumer Price Index, has increased 2.9% in 12 months, the highest in six years. Okay. But they are now saying, what they're now saying is, hey, look, there's plenty of evidence that workers have to have yet to receive their fair share of this most recent expansion. Okay, or even of the previous ones. When you ask people why that why you, wages are not going up, skipping down the article, they people have various explanations. The steady weakening of labor unions. I think that's doubtful. The ability of American companies to find cheaper labor abroad or automate further piddling productivity growth and the rise of superstar companies that are extremely efficient with a relatively small labor force. I want to go through those four explanations for just a second. Steady weakening of labor unions has been going on for 25 to 30 years. Why is that all of a sudden now in this cycle the reason why wages aren't going up? The ability of American companies to find cheaper labor abroad or automate further. The cheaper labor abroad has been happening for a long time. The automation, this rise of AI, I say that does in fact have some value to it. The rise of superstar companies is a, is a recent explanation, which is still based on unproven claims. I'm, I'm a skeptic on that item. I keep coming back to the fact that if you want wages to grow, you have to have productivity growth. That productivity growth is going to depend on additional investment. Therefore, that increase in profits that you see right now, my question is how much of those profits are being plowed back into their firms and how much of that are being paid out either to their investors or to their workers in the, in the form of higher wages or or in terms of bonuses, I will. I I note that. <clears throat> I note that if we want wages to grow for more than a quarter or two, what we would really want these firms to do is to invest that money in making workers more productive. But here we get into this claim about automation and how automation is somehow somehow a bad thing, not a good thing. I want to come back to that in, the, in our final segment. Okay, the reason you see wage growth perhaps not being so high right now is because of just that. We're plowing money back in to make workers more productive, and I wanted. I I, I really think that's a, some faulty logic in this article too, just like the one we talked about before. 
You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. My daddy spent his life looking up at the sky. He cussed, kicked the dust, saying, son, it's way too dry. The clouds up in the city, the weatherman complains. But where I come from, rain is a good thing. Rain makes corn, corn makes whiskey. Whiskey makes my baby feel a little frisky. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The nomination of Judge Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court by President Trump marks what could well be the first ever reliable majority of what conservative scholars call originalist and textualist judges on the Supreme Court. If confirmed, it's a triumph for the conservative legal movement that took 30 years to achieve, and it's almost here at long last. In temperament, character, and judicial philosophy, Judge Kavanaugh is very much a Justice John Roberts 2.0. This doesn't mean a reactionary or a right-wing activist radical court, but rather one committed to the Constitution and to precedent, to religious liberty and free speech, to property rights and the Second Amendment. Justice Kavanaugh's confirmation will be dispositive of the question, should I have voted for Trump when it arises? The answer, of course, is yes. I'm Hugh Hewitt. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Does what we do matter? You know, in the big scheme of things, how important is a roof or gutters? And and maybe those things aren't real important in the eternal scope of things, but they are important in us establishing relationships with other people. And they're also important in being able to reach out, being able to meet people, being able to expand the kingdom or, or edify or build each other up. So maybe our work is more of a vehicle to establish relationships than it is just a business. Some of the services we offer are shingle roofing, residential roofing. We also do commercial and residential flat roofs, rubber and TPO flat roofs, small or large. For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, you can always contact us by phone at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. Consider Montessori, an educational model that is founded on the premise that all children are natural learners with curiosity. Hand-in-hand Christian Montessori specializes in one-to-one learning instead of one-size-fits-all. Montessori activities work with children's hands and minds at the precise, critical period of a child's development. I'm learning to be a leader by helping younger students in my classroom. Learning is so much better when it's hands-on. At Hand in Hand, I get to make my own choices. Schedule a tour now at Hand in Hand Christian Montessori, where preschool, elementary, junior high, private school, homeschool students love, learn, and lead. Call 651-784-7988 or go to hihcm.org.
Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Final segment of the show today. <clears throat> Thank you for listening. Don't forget uh, my my good friends and Narn brethren, Mitch Berg, one to three today, and uh, and Brad the Closer Carlson, one to three tomorrow on AM twelve A of the Patriot. And stay tuned, of course, to both both these stations. In fact, all four stations of the uh, Salem Twin Cities Empire. It is an empire. Uh, of uh, of of things you can get you can get health you can get business you can you can get faith you can get news you can get all of it right here um six five one two eight nine four four seven seven let me go back to this piece for a minute why are paychecks lagging okay there's a lot of there's i'm going to read this sentence to you again the steady weakening of labor unions well that's been going on for again 35 40 years the ability American company, the ability American companies find cheaper labor abroad or automate further. I have to remind people from time to time of this this thing called the lump of labor fallacy. What is what is the lump of labor fallacy? It's the fallacy that believes that there's a fixed amount of work to be done in the world. So if all of a sudden we automate so that we can do more stuff with a single person. Right, more work gets done by a single person. That must mean, therefore, you need fewer people. This is bad economic thinking. All right, I repeat, the lump of labor. We call it the lump of labor fallacy because it's a fallacy. There is not a fixed amount of work to do in the world. The easiest way to see that is, is the following. 41% of America in, 19, in 1900 were employed in agriculture. A hundred years later, 2% of America was employed in agriculture. But of course, the amount of food that was produced in America rose such that we no longer worry about people being underweight, but rather overweight. That we're producing too many calories rather than too few. Question. Where did the 39% go? Answer. They went on to do other things. Most of those things are things that in 1900 we did not even conceive as being possible jobs. Right? We never... We never... We didn't know about uh, about the the coming information age in 1900. Yet, is it possible that without its development, some and without the decrease, the release of that labor from farms into the cities, if that had not happened, what would have happened to the development of the computer or the, the phone that's sitting in your, the smartphone sitting in your pocket right now? What would have happened to all that? Okay. Skilled workers on farms were destroyed by machines. And yet, were wealthier, not poorer, for having done so. Why should I believe that the automation of industry and the replacement of people who, who have to work currently in hot, sweaty factories... Why should I believe that they'll just sit destitute on the side of the street doing nothing? That's not true. 
What's going to happen instead is they will be released into a workplace that will now give them more to do than they had before. This inability to conceive of what workers might do if only they were freed from their current jobs is one of the most fundamental mistakes that people thinking about the economy make. And that also leads to this idea of a lack of productivity. It also leads it also leads to to a lot of the statements about the loss of wages. What's happening? Folks are moving into different areas per, where perhaps productivity has yet to catch on because we haven't quite developed those new industries yet. But lower taxes, lighter regulation makes it more rather than less likely that the increase in those new industries will happen, that those investments will happen, and that those workers who are released from working in manufacturing, the kinds of jobs that are glorified by, by folks, including our current president, the relaxing of those, of those regulations and the lightening of those taxes will provide the places that they will go, despite the best efforts of even President Trump to keep them where they are. We don't wish them to stay where they are no more than we wish those far 41% of Americans to still be on farms. They have better lives as a result of the changes that have happened. I hope your life is, is feeling better. Enjoy this wonderful weekend. Thank you, Ross, for the music and, uh, and for the conversation. We'll be back next week with another episode of The King Banyan Show here on Business 1440. I've got an important message for listeners who share a strong commitment to God, family, and moral values. Health care is in crisis. With increasing premiums, claim issues, and out-of-network roadblocks, Obamacare just isn't working for many folks. You need to consider health sharing. Full health care plans that are saving families thousands of dollars a year without the hassle. Right now, Health Markets is bringing together faith-based Americans who think like you do and offering this great alternative for health care. With health sharing, there's no enrollment debt. Deadlines, high premiums or soaring out-of-pocket costs, and they're exempt from the penalties of the Affordable Care Act. There's even plans to let you choose your doctor and find coverage for benefits like vision and dental. Health markets can search nationwide health share providers for the right plan to fit your needs and budget. Discover this exciting health care option for believers. Their service is free. Call 800-409-7780. That's 800-409-7780. 800-409-7780. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-life across America, the billboard people. 
Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. You're home for up-to-the-minute market updates. This is Business 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.